For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, Iowa. Welcome back to Dub City. Yeah, a big win, ranked number 14, climbing our way back up, clawing our way back up. Mm, Like only a Hawkeye can. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm feeling pretty good. (laughs) yeah me too a win's a win a win's a win and you know i feel like as iowa fans you just you're used to you know no flashy wins a win's a win a big 10 tough win yeah w in the column that's all you need at the end of the day that's what matters so i kind of feel like we just need to hop right into it oh okay none of the chitter chatter oh none of the the silly business matt the all business lvb that's right I don't have time for your sh- today, okay? <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but actually, I just really, I feel like, you know, I just feel like we have to address the elephant in the room. And that is a very big elephant. I don't really know how big he is. Alex Padilla. He's not as big as Spencer, I'll tell you that. Okay. When we were watching the game, our niece was like, Matt, number eight kind of looks like you. And you said, why? And she said, because he's kind of skinny like you. That was a private moment between my niece and me. (laughs) Shots fired. We didn't have to put this on the podcast. (laughs) Sheesh. Anyway, hey, I I was convinced. I was impressed. And overall, just really happy for happy for the offense. Um, I felt like when uh, when Alex got in there, it was it was almost like a little spark, like a little like uh, it ignited the fire in the offense. What do you think of that? Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's kind of anything new is exciting, right? And you know that Alex brings a few more things to the table in terms of athleticism as well, opposed to Spencer. Hold on. When you say anything new is exciting, you mean in terms of a fan or in terms of like a player? You'd be like, oh, anything new is exciting. Is that what you meant? Or what are you saying? Just overall, anything new is exciting. Like, you're excited to see what this new guy... Not if he's bad. They must have known he was really good. So, I don't know. I felt (laughs) like there was a good vibe, a good energy happening. I think there was, too. Um, It definitely come a long way since he got extended time against Maryland. I think he went, like, one of six when he came in. But to go score touchdowns on his first two drives, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, first two drives, 15 plays, 141 yards, 9.4 yards per play. That's a good start. And two touchdowns. And some key third down throws. Yeah, talk about it. Well, the uh, so his first couple of plays, he was good, kind of settling in. But that third down play where he had to get it over the linebacker but down uh, to Keegan, that was a really impressive throw. And to come out and do that right away, I think he was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I can do this. Not that I think he ever doubted himself, but definitely making a play like that uh, with our freshman phenoms on the outside is what I'll call them. You said that like three times today and yesterday. But not on the podcast. No, just to me. 
So, okay. <laughs> I was excited to say it. Okay. Talk about your freshman phenoms, Matt. Yeah, Arlen and Keegan did uh, phenomenally well. Um, just, it kind of seems like they've got a little better chemistry with Alex. It just kind of looked that way. Well, yeah, that's what he said. He said in his post game that, um, that yeah, he'd been obviously taking reps with them since spring because um, they're a couple of young guys and they were taking the twos and he's the two guy. And so he said they'd kind of built a pretty good chemistry and I don't know. I'm telling you, it's a real thing. I know. We we have talked about that. And the thing that I noticed too, and, and that popped out right away, right out of your mouth, you're like, he gave him a chance. I believe it was to Keegan. Yeah. yeah he a, just kind of tossed it up there. There's a dope picture out there right now of Keegan jumping up and catching it behind mm-hmm. because he just gave him an opportunity. That's what taking risks does is it can pan out. Now we can go the other way, of course, but based on where Alex put that particular ball, it was a fade ball to Keegan Johnson up the right side of the field as you look at the screen. Um, he threw it up and away, so if it's incomplete, it's out of bounds. But he gives Keegan an opportunity to jump up, make a 360 catch. It was it was pretty. It's what I like to see. You talk about that all the time. Two things you talk about a lot. Chemistry between a quarterback and a receiver, and how important it is and how real it is. And the second thing you talk about a lot is um, just giving guys a chance. And he actually did mention in his postgame too, uh, Alex, he said, yeah, you know, when I see Keegan one-on-one, I'm, I'm pretty apt to give him a shot. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That... Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> that got you so excited. So excited because the thing is, we're D1 athletes too. You know, just because a guy's honest doesn't mean we're covered. That's, that's the thing that I think sometimes gets lost when we talk about how, um, you know, they're not getting separation. Like, yeah, that could be true, but that doesn't mean they're not open. That's part of the quarterback to throw you open. And in that particular instance, Keegan's guarded, but Alex threw him open and Keegan's a phenomenal athlete, goes up, makes a great catch. I'm excited to see what this dude's going to do in a couple of years too. Not only that, Arlen, um, we'll talk about him later, but he also played extremely well. Yeah. So Alex, 18 of 28, 172 yards. That's not bad. Not too shabby. (laughs) Uh, And he did have a couple drops on the outside. There was a beautiful ball that he threw to Charlie Jones. Yeah. Uh, It was like a, I don't know if it's like a glance. Uh, A glance route is essentially like a five-step post. It's just really flat. So you try to get in front of the safety. Um, He threw it, I want to say, in between three Northwestern defenders, put it right on the money. And unfortunately, Charlie couldn't haul it in. But, like, those are the kinds of throws that give you a lot of confidence moving forward with Alex. And the other one, Keegan, had an opportunity to catch a touchdown, uh, goes through his hands. You don't see that very often. Um, It was a crosser. Uh, I don't know if it was third down or not, but Alex, again, gave him a shot. And worst-case scenario, we ended up kicking a field goal. But just those kinds of things, receivers knowing that they're going to get the ball or that they have an opportunity to get the ball, I think that that's, I think that's what's going to open up the run game. And it did. And it did. 4.9 yards per carry. We haven't seen that for a while. I know. And it felt like um, the game of the return of Goodson. Is that fair? <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like uh, his best game ever or anything like that. But it definitely felt like, okay, yeah, here we are. Well, and Gavin Williams. Mm-hmm. Gavin Williams stepped in, did a good job. Uh, it kind of seems like, I don't know if Ivory was banged up. They The announcers made a comment that, he did travel with the team, so I don't know if like he was hurt or something during the week, and they didn't know. Um, how many running backs do they typically travel? Uh, it depends on how many special teams you're on. I mean, mm-hmm. you could take four or five uh, if they're implemental on if they're implemented on different special teams versus just a running back. 
So it really depends. Well, but could it be a, a circumstance of his couple of fumbles? It fumbles. could be that too. But like I said, the announcer made it sound like there was an injury there. But either way, Gavin Williams stepped in, did a good job when, when he was called upon. But I think uh, having the threat of throwing the ball down the field, you have to soften up as a defense and respect it. And not only that, but we talk about um, mobile quarterbacks sometimes, you know? And I don't, I don't think he did too much with his feet. He no, but like he crazy. showed some promise. He showed <laughs> some ability, and that's what we like to see. Seems like he's a pretty. Uh, he could potentially roll out and then just say, you know what, I'm just going to go for it. He I, absolutely could. I can see it for sure, for sure. Although this isn't exactly what I had in mind, I 17 points isn't great. You know, we'd like to see that number up, but I do kind of feel like it was a get right game for the offense we kind of stalled there in the third and fourth quarter but um as far as like the initial juice and the initial going and guys getting opportunities to make plays i i I like to see now where this offense can go do you think it was a good showing of our offensive line i mean only giving up two sacks i mean that's solid seven tackles for loss isn't great so i think there's still room for improvement there but I mean, as we've kind of talked about all season, they're going to continue to have to work together. The reason I asked that question is um, it felt like, from my perspective, that they looked better. Um, And I thought maybe part of that was because Alex was so quick with getting the ball out of his hands. Like it was was like drop back, balls out. That certainly helps. You know what I mean? Like quick passes. And maybe that was... That kind of gave our, our line a, a chance, I don't know, to well, look better. And there were a few times of Alex being able to throw it away, you know, just evading pressure and throwing it away where prior to we may have taken a sack. So just little things like that I think were, were really positive. Yes, I am feeling a lot of positivity moving forward and moving forward into the month of November. Can you believe it? <laughs> Came up quick. I know. And you know what? A new month, a new cheese. Or a few kind of cheeses. That's it? Yep. From the Cheese of the Month Club from Galena River Wine and Cheese, Galena, Illinois. Just a stone's throw. Is that, I don't know, how far is a stone's throw? It's just that. It's It's a scotch. It's a what? Scotch. What's that? A scotch is just a little bit. Is that like a South Dakota thing? No, I've definitely heard your dad use it. Okay. Ask him. All right. Anyway, it's about a stone's throw away from Iowa City, Galena, Illinois. Go check them out right up there by uh, by Dubuque, I believe. That's it. Yeah, uh, Galena River Wine and Cheese. If you don't get a chance to go visit, which you should, but if you don't, check them out at galenariverwineandcheese.com. They've got so many great selections of cheese, wines, bourbons, all the good stuff. Uh, go check it out, galenariverwineandcheese.com. If you're not able to make it, they will go straight to your door. This is true. Order it right online. Okay, I want to get to the defense now. In some ways, I kind of feel like this was the resurgence of the Iowa defense. <laughs> the last two games, it was kind of like, where are they? Where'd, where'd you guys go? They felt um, uh, not as energetic mm. as usual. If if that is, does that make sense to you? It. I'm reading vibes here, Matt. Don't you know that I do that by now? <laughs> Yeah, I think it was more just they didn't get put in any tough situations in this game. Yeah, but I felt like their vibe was way better. Is that fair? I think that's because they knew that they would have to force Northwestern to go the length of the field, which they did once. Um, But outside of that, I feel like our defense looked pretty good. Yeah, they forced um, almost as many turnovers 
as Northwestern has given up all season. That's a good thing. Yeah. Three turnovers. And up to that point, Northwestern only had four all season. Yeah, Dane had two himself. Uh, one, we knew there was going to be opportunity. First play of the game, we talked about how Northwestern can't catch the ball. First play of the game, dude's wide open. Muff. Yeah. That's not even a drop. That's a straight muff. Um, they had a few more throughout the game, but then quarterback just throws it up and Dane Belton's there to make a play. Um, and then later, Jamari Harris with his first career interception. Shout out to him. And then uh, to seal the game, Dane Belton with another interception. I don't even know where the quarterback was throwing it, but yeah. it was a gift. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, Iowa just happened to be right place, right time. Get back on the uh, the turnover wagon. Yeah, that last uh, that last Dane Belton interception felt like, um, in a way, very anticlimactic. It, it almost <laughs> felt like, uh, thank you. And then he kind of just like carried the ball and handed it over to the ref and that was it. Like, that was <laughs> like, <laughs> Yep, exactly right. One other part of the defense that I thought looked really good was our line. Recorded three sacks, six quarterback hits, and I liked um, the way that this was phrased. Seven quarterback hurries. <laughs> Do you know what that means? Well, yeah, like they um, made him scramble kind of, right? It means you, they made him get rid of the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Right? But when I think of like a hurry, I think of like a quarterback quick, like trying to scurry, like an old Scooby-Doo cartoon, oh, you know, yeah. like where his legs go I out in front of the was... rest of his body and it's like. That's what I was picturing. <laughs> yeah. Not so much. That's uh, not what it is. Not means. exactly, no. Okay. Anyway, I thought the way that phrasing is very funny to me. Um, but yeah, I thought they looked really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the game, I actually pointed out to you, I was like, who's number 13? And honestly, I honestly should probably know that, but he really stuck out to me this game, Joe Evans. Yeah, he played a great game and. I don't understand. I, again, I'm a receiver, so of course I always wear gloves. But I don't understand those that don't wear gloves. And he's one of those guys. I feel like you look a little bit more intimidating if you don't. But one other thing I want to um, point out is, you know, I said this was, and I was obviously being a little, was exaggerating a bit, that this was the resurgence of the defense. Um, I just thought it was a much better played game than it had been the last couple of weeks by our defense. But uh, one thing that stuck out was the missed tackles, unfortunately. What's your take on that? There were a few. Um, I'm not going to say there were a ton, but there definitely were a few opportunities. And I feel like that's one of the main things you have to limit is yards after the catch. And I think that was something that it's not like Northwestern did a lot on offense, um, but they did have a few where they made a few guys miss. And it was mainly the running back. I I really don't know anybody else on their team (laughs) that was able to make any sort of positive contribution outside of their running back. Um, You know, he did quite a bit. So, uh, he made a few guys miss, but that's football, as KF would say. That is football. Um, speaking of, as KF would say, in his uh, post game, someone asked, obviously, so is uh, is Padilla going to be your, your starter now? And I don't know if this is just kind of a typical answer from him or what it means exactly, but he was kind of like, you know, we'll see how it goes throughout the week and not really sure. Like, I don't know. Like non-committal? What, yeah. And I was like, wait a second. I think it kind of surprised me. Did, did it surprise you or not really? It all depends. Like if Spencer was pulled because he was hurt, remember he got hurt at the end of last game and I told you that he waved off them bringing in Padilla earlier. Yeah. And some people were saying that um, a couple of like media people that were there were saying like in the, uh, in the pregame warmups during the game, there just wasn't that like zip on the ball. Um, just didn't seem like his shoulder was was 100%. So that could be it. Mm-hmm. The one thing that they definitely have to get better at is time management in the two-minute drill. Okay. I think we got the ball 
with over two minutes to go, I think. Um, or maybe it was like 150 something. And we um, got to the point where we got down to 11 seconds and we needed a decent play, dropped a pass or incompleted, incompletion, got to seven seconds and didn't have an opportunity. But we wasted like, I don't know, third, I want to say probably 20, 25 seconds waiting for another play call and then doing stuff. So I think that's one thing that the more reps that Padilla gets that he'll get better at managing that two minute situation. And whether that's from the, whether that's from the top down or if that's just him getting in the flow of it, uh, it's just kind of one of those things that, you know, our, our two minute drill, um, you know, you'd like to see points before going into halftime. Gotcha. But outside of that, I would be surprised if they go back to Spencer, if that's going, you know, circling back to your question, but if he's healthy, I don't know. Does it bring back any kind of um, any mems of like the the Rudock Bethard situation? Kind of. Uh, I feel like Rudock had a few different problems with his knee, and so CJ would come in and finish the game, and then we'd go into the next game, and Jake would be the guy, and then if he got hurt, I want to say like two weeks later, CJ would come in, and I feel like it was like that until. Um, until CJ ended up taking over for good, but it did take a little bit to move off of Jake, I feel like. Yeah. Okay. But definitely a lot of a lot of things to like when uh, for Alex Padilla's first extended action. Let's move on now. I think we've covered the quarterback situation as much as possible. Is there anything else we need to say about it? I think quarterback is all about taking control of uh, of the offense and mm-hmm. making sure that everybody trusts you and everybody feels that kind of way. And if he's got that trust in his receivers already where they're making great back shoulder catches, I think that's a really, really good sign. Yeah, definitely. Well, I want to get into our um, unsung heroes and I'm going to do mine first because I just said, have we talked about the quarterbacks enough? And I'm going to say, no, we haven't because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you my unsung hero first. Uh, and that is Spencer Petrus. Record scratch. <laughs> what? Because I feel like he was out of the blue. Like nobody was expecting Spencer Petrus. Oh, to be my hero? Oh. Okay. So I'll tell you why. And that is because um, in the post game, Alex Padilla was saying, someone asked, you know, like, I can't remember, you know, did uh, did Spencer kind of help you along or something kind of like that? And he was like, yeah, like he he's a great teammate. He's a great person, great player, all these things. Um, and I remember just watching the game, it was, I don't know, maybe three plays in and they came off the field and um, first person to give uh, to give Alex a fist bump was Spencer. He was right there. And you can tell that he's a he's a team player, like he's he's a team guy. And I love to see that. And it can't be easy, injured or not, um, to have your to have your spot taken. Uh, in any way. So um, I thought that was really cool. And, and obviously watching him on the sidelines, the little amount that you got to see him, you know, on TV, there wasn't a sign of like, oh, man, or like him feeling down or pouting or anything like that. You know, like he was just like, well, here I am. You know, this is me and kind of taking over the role that, that he had there. And you saw him, too, talking to Alex when he came back off the field, like, I would I would assume telling him what he sees and kind of his take on things and and all those kind of things too, or giving him some pieces of advice. Obviously, with this being Alex's first extent play, um, so I thought that was really cool. And so that is why Spencer is my unsung hero of the game. I love it. I love it. Great team player. Yeah, we like to see those. Before we get to your unsung hero, we got to talk about Fortuna Cafe. I know it's a home game coming up this week, but. 
Your Friday night is open. It's got to be. Or your Thursday. Or your Thursday. Wednesday. I don't care. Instead of Thirsty Thursday going to the bars, make Thirsty Thursday going to get some refreshments, get off your phone, and spend some quality time with some people you love. That's my favorite part about it, is you're not just sitting there looking at your phone. I mean, sometimes that happens when you go to dinner, you know, you just kind of like notice that you're both on your phone. Whoops, didn't mean to do that. Or going and sitting and watching a movie and not talking. But going to Fortuna Cafe, that gives you a real opportunity to sit down with the person or the people that you're with, have a good conversation, play some games, some healthy competition, step away from the screens, and uh, have, have a good time. So check out Fortuna Cafe, downtown Iowa City, in the Pet Mall. All right, Matt, your unsung hero, give it to me. Yeah, I already talked about the, uh, the freshman phenoms, um, but it was more about... Um, Arlen, well, the game kind of played into what Keegan Johnson can do, right? So he got a lot of different opportunities. Um, we talked about the chemistry they had. He goes up, makes a phenomenal play, um, runs really hard. We keep learning that with him. Um, and he, he just does really well. But I'm going to talk about the other dude. I'm going to talk about number 10, Arlen Bruce, the fourth. Um, he, he did a lot of great things. The end around uh, lowers his shoulder. He's not a big guy. Um, He's, but he's willing to throw his weight around, and I think that's what makes kind of a Hawkeye wide receiver. It's, it's not somebody that you know needs to be a hundred percent, you know, physically imposing. And and I don't mean this in a bad way, because uh, he's able to go out there and do what he needs to do. But um, he's five ten, one ninety three. So he's not the biggest guy. One ninety three. I mean, he's definitely a little stockier than I anticipated. But he's not afraid to throw his weight around and. In the Iowa offense, you have to be able to run block. And there was one play, I believe it was the third quarter. He comes in motion. Um, uh, he was on the left side of the formation. We were going right to left on the screen as, you were, as uh, we were watching TV. And he comes down, and the only reason he's going to go in motion is either A, he's going to go across the field, B, he's going to come back out, or C, he's going to clean a safety because we're running an inside zone. And the answer was C, we ran inside zone. And he gets up underneath the safety's pads and puts him on his butt, gets a pancake. And uh, <laughs> just that kind of stuff, um, That's kind of, that kind of stuff gets noticed. You know, it's not just the guys that go hard during pass plays because it's really easy to do that. You think you're getting the ball. But it's the guys that go hard even when they know they aren't getting the ball and they take care of what their job, you know, requires in that and on that play, his job is to go in there, dig out the safety, and hopefully make one less guy uh, in the way for Tyler Goodson. And he did that. And of course, we know he's physical. Like I said, on the end around, he lowers his shoulder and puts his hand down, able to stay on his feet and score. But that block kind of solidified of like, this dude gets it. And again, I think he's got a very bright future. And um, I expect to see a lot more Arlen Bruce moving forward. Okay, that's what we like to hear. You know, sometimes you go into like a, a building year, you know, and people are like, yeah, we're bad, but it's a building year. I feel like this year is a building year and we're good. How about that? Well, uh, you know, the fans would say something else. Everyone's got something negative to say, but we still have an opportunity to go to Indianapolis. We do. Let's talk about it just real quick here before we wrap up. Wild weekend. Every every weekend is a wild weekend in the Big Ten. Purdue ruining everyone's dreams <laughs> and now they play ohio state they're 20 point dogs to ohio state after beating michigan state by 11 you know as i like to say for the chaos of it all i kind of feel like and want 
Purdue to win. Why not? <laughs> just for just for a little bit of fun. As long as we win out, we're okay with that. But if Purdue, if we lose a Big Ten game and Purdue were to win out, Purdue is actually ahead of us to go to Indy. But the chaos of it all to have us have Ohio State lose would be wild. Yeah, I think. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I just like to throw a little wrench in things. Why not? It's kind of like the uh, the like twenty overtimes that Penn State and Illinois had. I was like, yeah, let's just keep going. I don't care. Illinois finds a way to beat Penn State and then gets beat last week and then comes back and beats Minnesota at Minnesota 14 to 6. I I don't know. What is happening? I don't know. But now Minnesota's got three losses in the Big 10. We've got two. Wisconsin has two, I believe. So the road kind of goes through Madison still. Hmm. So, and Wisconsin plays Northwestern, um, which I think they're like 24 point favorites in that game. Then they'll play uh, Minnesota and then they play, no, they play Nebraska and then Minnesota. So there's an opportunity for them to drop one of those. Yeah. Oof. We play Illinois, Minnesota, and Nebraska. Very similar. Not in that order. Right. Very similar. Hmm. That will be interesting. But if we went out and Wisconsin drops one of those games, we're back in Indy. Okay. Fun. I like it. Keep us on the edge of our seats, you know? (laughs) Don't make it too easy. A little drama. A little drama. I hate drama. Office reference. Office reference. (laughs) Okay. Well, there's still hope. We're coming off a big dub. It's a Monday. Unless you're listening to it on a Tuesday. Then it's Tuesday. (laughs) But it's a it's a beautiful Monday with uh seven and two Iowa football team. Not you too told, bad through nine. If you games. told me that at the beginning of the year, I'd say, Sounds good. Sounds like a sounds like a nice year up to that point. Still playing meaningful games in November. That's what it's all about. That's right. We've got Minnesota this week. We're back in Kinnick Stadium, a two thirty PM start time. I like it. We will see uh we'll see what the weather brings us. It's supposed like, to be nice this week. This week, but what about next weekend? Uh, then I don't know. You just never know what November will bring you. Iowa, what, four seasons in a day? <laughs> is that what they say? But Cedar Rapids is the city of five seasons, which I never understood. I actually don't know. I don't know. think I've ever heard of that. What? Yeah, no one's ever told me that. City of five seasons. I don't know what the fifth season is. I lived there my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Figure that one out. Mm. Okay, Hawkeye fans, we will see you for our Minnesota preview. Like I said, we're bringing it back to Iowa City, back in Kinnick Stadium. Another trophy. Another trophy game. Let's uh let's keep it in Iowa City. Minnesota week. Let's roll. Go Hawks. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.